It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Greg Davis here with you, and it is Priority Talk. We're thankful to have you listening in today. Whether you listen to the live radio broadcast between 5 and 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at WXJC Radio and 101.1 FM, or if you catch this a little later at our podcast, we're thankful to have you with us. Uh, Cleet Hux is in studio with us from the Apologetics Resource Center. That's ARC.org. Did I get that right? ARCapologetics.org. Okay. That's right, Apologetics. ARCapologetics.org. I knew it didn't sound right when I said it. (laughs) Going off memory. Uh, We're continuing a conversation uh, that we've been having now for a few weeks uh, as we talk about um, uh, worldviews. We covered that pretty thoroughly, and that's one of our podcasts. Uh, world religions done some of that but we're going to do more of that and then what we're calling uh, counter Christian counterfeits as well and uh, we're doing some of that and we're going to get more into uh, one of those topics today Uh, we're going to sort of go a little bit of a broad view and then we're going to talk about um, Jehovah Witnesses today Mm -hmm. all right so but Cleek, welcome back in, of course. Yes. Uh, a Christian counterfeit. You say there, y'all use this little mathematical equation for those that maybe haven't heard. Very quickly give a brief overview of uh, how people can spot something that maybe is not, not sure. right on. Well, of course, uh, when you talk about Christian counterfeits, we would say that those are religious groups, new religious movements, or some people would call them cults, uh, that are claiming to be Christian in both belief and practice. However, they depart from the essentials of Christian orthodoxy. Um, and in a nutshell, it's you got to have the right Jesus and the right gospel. Mm-hmm. And they would deny the r- biblical Jesus in one way or another, or and, and they would distort the uh, gospel yeah, according and, to the scriptures. And then you can also spot something that's not right if it adds to... The, the person Bible. of Jesus mm-hmm. or the Bible yeah. takes away from. There's other scriptures or ex- extra biblical revelations. Yes. So they add to it or they may take away. From the person of Christ. Uh, divide. They would divide loyalties between the real Jesus and what that particular leader or group says that Jesus is rather than what the Bible really teaches. Yeah. And then they would, of course, multiply, multiply. requirements for salvation as well. Yeah, which would become so, very works-based, works-oriented. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those, those are just some things to look for. We've covered the, all of that very thoroughly in some previous episodes. So uh, go back on our podcast and just scroll back. Cleet basically is with us every Friday. So if you scroll back to each Friday, uh, you'll find him there. We might have missed one during the holidays or something, but pretty much uh, every Friday. Uh, so, uh, so let's... Uh, just jump into this here okay. um, today. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, well, we want to talk about Jehovah Witnesses today, yeah, right? And and I like to say, look, we're our purpose here is not to uh, be ugly or mean or mean spirited or no. 
or, uh, or or arrogant or haughty or none of that. Okay, we're just trying to uh, expose you mm-hmm. to maybe uh, and answer some questions because Cleet has studied this stuff so deeply and so thoroughly and taught on it for decades that uh, just expose you to uh, the teachings of some other groups that can easily be confused with being calling themselves Christian. Exactly. But like you say, they depart from the essentials mm-hmm. of the Christian faith, and so yeah. that's what we want to sort of right. talk through. So let's just jump in here. Uh, I, I don't know nearly as much about Jehovah Witnesses as I, as okay. I do about Mormonism, right. which we talked about previously. Yeah. So I, I'm... I'm coming at. I mean, I know some. I know some stuff, sure, but I'm not sure. nearly as right, right. knowledgeable. Uh, just talk to us about how Jehovah Witnesses. How did they get okay. started? Well, let me uh, back up okay. and Do that. give an addendum to what you were saying. Uh, we are trying to speak the truth, the yeah. biblical truth, but speak it in a uh, a very good way, a biblical way, yeah. and a loving way. Truth without love, of course, is sometimes too harsh for folks but love divorced from truth (laughs) doesn't accomplish anything it's really dealing with the subjective rather than objective truth Uh, but the bible when it comes to counterfeits of a particular world religion the way christian counterfeits is to christianity many times you'll have uh, people of that particular group say, why are you calling us a counterfeit or a cult? We don't attack your church. Well, truth and love says this. Oh, yes, you have. You have already For done 200 that. years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jehovah Witnesses. Jehovah Witnesses. For 200 years. And, and other groups yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Because uh, and when we talk about Jehovah Witnesses, they uh, came about during what was known as a prophetic movement in American history for about 200 years, 150, 200 years now. And the prophetic period uh, was uh, saturated with people having a good bit of angst about them. Uh, for instance, you know, World War One, um, and there developed within the prophetic period this idea that the world's going to come to an end, Armageddon, you know, that type of thing. And so we, how can we know when Christ is coming back? So the Jehovah Witnesses occurred during that era. And the time frame of this was sort of uh, late 1800s, right? Is that sort of uh, when this yes, was born? Yes, late yeah. 1800s. Right. Yeah. So after the um, Civil War. After and, and, the Civil and it sort of began right. to. Um, well, actually, it was before the Civil War. Was in some in some some ways. Okay. When you talk about uh, J.W.'s history, it really goes back. Uh, Charles Taz Russell was the uh, beginning uh, of the Watchtower, and at that particular time, the two words Watchtower. There were two words, but now they have been joined together. Um, but he was. He was a very successful businessman who was influenced by an Adventist preacher named Nelson Barber. Uh, and he all of a sudden gave up, gave up his business and started writing in uh, Zion's Watchtower. Um, and that was late uh, 1800s, sometime within uh, 1799, I believe it was, mm-hmm. when, when they first started some of that. But he, uh, he was the beginning of it. 
it's very interesting, Greg. I was um, shortly after I was with Watchman, we did a mission trip down to uh, or over to Romania, and uh, went to brush off Romania. And uh, one day I was taking a little break, went down to the to a lake there, and there was a group of people out there uh, studying. And I wonder, I said, wonder what they're doing. And so I walked up, and one guy saw me coming, and he met me, introduced himself as the leader of uh, the Dawn Bible Studies, <laughs> Dawn Bible Students. I said, wait a minute, are you talking about Pastor Russell's Dawn Studies? And his eyes got real wide. Mm -hmm. He said, are you, are you familiar with Pastor Russell? I said, yes, of the Watchtower. He said, well, we're the... Some of the uh, students in our group are Dawn Bible students. They didn't want to call themselves Jehovah Witnesses. They wanted to call themselves Russellites. Mm. Uh, but he was the, the first uh, president of that. And again, like I say, uh, he, he was involved in pyramidology. That's how he came up with certain dates uh, that he was forecasting for the end of the world to come. So um, that's how some of that got started. Well, that's, that, that is interesting. Yeah. Now, it's, it's unique that we take this opportunity today to talk about this uh, because, you know, just in, even now in the news, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the tennis star Serena Williams, have you seen this? Not uh, today. Uh, she's now officially a Jehovah's Witness. Well, she was a Jehovah Witness. Well, she was raised that way. But <laughs> yeah. She hasn't been active. You're right. Yeah. And she right. has said over the years she wanted to be. She and her that, sister. But yeah, yeah, right. They, and, you, and you see yeah. that in the uh, in the movie yeah. that was made. I yeah. think it's uh, King, King Richard. I think is the name right. of it. Yeah. You see that in the yeah. movie. It's 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 yeah. not not forefront, but it's right. it's there. Yeah. Michael Jackson was also yes. at one time a Jehovah Witness. Right. There'd been a number of them from time to time, but Jehovah Witnesses tend to shun or they tend to direct their people away from being involved in the culture, so to speak. Um, well, she uh, said that after COVID, she uh, sort of, during COVID, mm -hmm. kind of got back into her Bible and that's, that was the way it was said mm -hmm. right. and uh, started yeah. taking things more seriously. Uh, she uh, is raising her daughter mm -hmm. in the faith as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Olympia is her name. And uh, the quote is, uh, Olympia doesn't celebrate birthdays. We're Jehovah Witnesses, so we don't do that. And we're going to get to some of that later on, right, I know. Right. I'm just telling yeah. people why yeah. this is so relevant. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because Serena Williams is one of the most recognizable, followed mm. people in the world, quite mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. And this is this is news. Mm -hmm. I mean, today it's news as, mm -hmm. as we record mm -hmm. this. And so, um, you know, she uh, she's just recently been, been baptized. Yeah, uh, yeah. And in, in West Palm Beach, Florida, and there's there's a video of it out, so mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. are seeing it, and mm -hmm, so uh, mm -hmm. we wanted to, uh, you know, just just make note of that mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. uh, that it's out there, yeah, and uh, and it's something that you need to you need to be more educated on and make sure you understand because that's right, uh, that's right. You know, lots of us have, have had Jehovah Witnesses as nice of people as they may be descend upon our neighborhoods and. You know, mm -hmm. they can be pretty aggressive. They can. In their in their uh, evangelization, I guess yeah. you would call it. Right. And so right. later on, we're going to try to talk about how you have some of those conversations with Jehovah Witnesses. Sure. And right. Try to right. understand how they uh, how they use uh, scriptures uh, in, in a 
in an inaccurate way, right. out of context. Exactly. Okay, sorry exactly. about my phone there. People That's don't know right. I'm on the radio. <laughs> okay. uh, so anyway, let's take a break. I just wanted okay. to bring that relevance to the topic sure. today. Okay. So let's take a break and come back. We're getting okay. into some of the history, uh, what the name Jehovah Witness means, mm-hmm. where did that come from. Right. Uh, you know, they've got the watchtower. A lot of people, the magazines mm-hmm. will be laying out in the doctor's offices right. and things like right. that. So we'll get into some of that. And, of course, we know, you know, you hear things about uh, how they don't get involved in politics mm-hmm. and military mm-hmm. service and things sure. like that. You know, w- right. what's what's the truth on all that? We'll get into that gotcha. as we go later on this hour. Cleet Huck's with us. ARCapologetics.org is his website. Go there and you can read much, much more on this topic and others. Greg Davis here with you. It is Priority Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. Hi, Alabama. This is Robert Jeffress, Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. Thank you so much for listening to Priority Talk with my friend, Greg Davis, right here on WXJC. Thank you for being with us, Greg Davis and Priority Talk Radio here on WXJC or from our uh, podcast platforms or website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Uh, we're talking with Cleet Hux, of course, continuing a conversation, an ongoing conversation every every Friday evening, and uh, that's when we, we air the program, and then you can catch it later, of course, but uh, on Fridays, listen in during the uh, 6 o'clock hour, sometimes even earlier than the 6 o'clock hour. And uh, we get started, and uh, we're talking uh, worldview, world religions, and Christian counterfeits. And uh, we are looking into Jehovah's Witness witnesses today. And so um, you were telling us how it got started. So tell us, give us a little bit more information, Cleet, on how uh, this this got started. Mm-hmm. We got sidetracked by the dates and all that. Yeah, uh, that was my fault. And then uh, and then the name Jehovah's. Mm-hmm witnesses and then there may be people that quit calling me and my phone won't ring all right here we go we mentioned uh charles taz russell as the founder prophet basically or you know the one who really initially organized the watchtower zion's watchtower he was followed by a missouri lawyer named judge rutherford (laughs) and he was very very prolific uh writer and flamboyant uh, uh, speaker. He, his famous sermon, um, 
among the Watchtower adherents at that time was, millions now living will never die. That's the reason why the reason why he preached that sermon because he said that the world was coming to an end in 1925. Mm. And we'll pick up back on that in a minute. As far as the name Jehovah Witnesses, they would say that the name is the Old Testament name for God. Um, but the problem here is, you know, you get kind of technical into the Hebrew name for God. He, in, in the Old Testament, uh, the covenantal name for God's people was, it was the Tetragrammaton, to cut through the chase a little bit. They didn't pronounce the name of God. Right. Uh, they thought it was too holy and mm -hmm. they were not, or, or you even know, write it. Worthy. Right. You know, they just, write it. Well, they would write the, first the consonant, consonants, Y-H-W-H, and then later on, uh, the, the uh, um, what am I thinking about? Not the consonants, but the vowels mm -hmm. were added, and it was Yahweh. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, Jesus, when he came, and, of course, the, the name Jehovah is the equivalent from the Latin translation into English. And it was, instead of it being Y-H-W-H, it was J-V-Y-V, you know, so. Um, but the problem is, they would say that the name for God is always to be uh, translated as Jehovah. Well, Jesus didn't do that. Uh, matter of fact, every time Jesus, Jesus made a claim, he was claiming to be Jehovah God or Yahweh, um, and uh, of course the the name in the the Old Testament for Yahweh appears in all caps, Lord, uh, and some sixty eight hundred times. To be honest with you, right. <laughs> so when the Jews in Jesus's day uh, accused him of being God, you know, claiming to be God. He took that name upon himself, the name of I am, or I, I am always existing before Abraham was, I am. So that's the way that they would look at it, and it's never to be changed. So they're, they're, they're not very good at uh, the original languages. One of their um, presidents in the past uh, Fred Franz, who was pawned off as being a Greek scholar, he had one year of classical Greek in college, but it's not, classical Greek is not the Koine Greek of the New Testament, so which we get. Now they you know, they focus on Jehovah Yahweh. Yeah, yeah. Do they put a much focus on Jesus? No, no, not at all, um, because and that gets into their view okay. of who Jesus is. Okay. Uh, but um, when they mention Jesus, of course, he's God's son, uh, but he's not God. And so that that and that's where they depart. So from, they take away from who Jesus is. Oh, that's yes. That's that minus. Very, very, that's that minus part you've been talking about. Yeah. Uh, very um, much so. Talk to us about some of their uh, publications. Of course, of course they use the Bible, but right. they've got their own translation of the right, Bible. Right, right. 
Well, they have the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures, um, which you won't find any um, language scholars today, Greek scholars, um, that would agree with how they have translated the New Testament. Uh, because uh, wherever it talks about the deity of Christ and either the embedded in the Old Testament to be revealed in the New Testament, they have purposely changed that in their New World translation of the Scriptures to reflect that Jesus is not God, but a creature. Mm. Uh, so, but uh, they don't—they don't put a big emphasis on the Bible, though, do they? Really, they don't really. Yeah, they—they they they? will. They, they will? will. Okay, mm -hmm. I didn't know but if it was again, that or if it was the extra publications yeah. that they mostly well, leaned upon. They always carry with them uh, their study aids, uh -huh. studies in the scriptures. Um, yeah. And when they come to your door, of course, they're going to be peddling uh, the Watchtower magazine and or the Awake magazine. Yeah. And you'll see those out at your doctor's offices oh, yeah. and yeah. you know, yeah. out later. And, you, and it looks really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it yeah. looks interesting. And like, yeah. hey, you pick yeah. it up and... That's sort of how people get right. get pulled in. Well, to they it, they design it to they create curiosity. Yeah, the Watchtower magazine has to do more with their doctrinal beliefs, and the Awake has to do with cultural issues. Yeah, current the events. Yeah. That, like they'll probably have uh, you know her on the on the front, Serena Williams. They'll probably, probably have her on the cover. On the Awake. Yeah, yeah. baptized. Right. You know, and yeah. you're, oh, Serena Williams, she became a Christian. That's <laughs> what it'll yeah. look like, you know. Yeah. And you'll go look. You'll exactly. go checking it out, and it, yeah. and it gets you interested uh, in that way. Do. Um, uh, what, what about the book that they have? They've got this red, yeah. hard-sided, you know, mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. that they. You can live forever on that, paradise that's earth. It. Yeah, that yeah. they give away slash sell. That, that's right. Uh, if they can get something for it, um, they yeah. they'll take that. It's like they give it to you, and then they got their hand out. That's right. <laughs> right that's, behind it. <laughs> that's, that's right. You know, at one time they were the largest printing press uh. in the world. Oh. They cranked out more. A watchtower and awake, <laughs> and uh, you know Jehovah Witness uh, literature and material than anybody in the world. Um, so, uh, but yeah, they want to make sure that they are giving you what they believe to be uh, the truth. But it, they have a different Jesus and a different gospel. Yeah. Before we get too too far into this, okay. how, how quickly is our Jehovah Witness uh, is it growing? Do you know? Is it is it is it a it's, thriving movement? They're not growing as fast as they have been. Mm -hmm. Of course, some people would say that the pandemic has slowed that. That sure. certainly slowed them from going door to door. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, which they, they they do a lot of. Do a lot of. Yeah. Um, I you know. I told a group one time in my neighborhood. I said I kind of hollered out as they were fanning out to, mm -hmm. to all the houses. I told them. Uh, now I turned that off. I know I turned it off. Uh, I told him, hold up. Everybody in our neighborhood was already a Baptist or a Methodist. Maybe I said yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, they kept right on, yeah. though. Well, the average home in America used to be uh, visited um, at their home, either by a Mormon missionary or Jehovah Witnesses, four or five times a year. Right. You know, very interesting. When, when I was with Watchman, I was headed out the door with my son, to a baseball practice years ago 
and doorbell rang and I opened the door and I had just put my Washman Fellowship uh, baseball cap on and opened the door and there were two Jehovah Witnesses standing there and they saw my yeah. my cap and they said, oh, do you work for Washman Fellowship? Yeah. I said, as a matter of fact, I do, but I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. I said, well, we can come back another time. Yeah. You know, they have another appointment. And I was watching, uh, it's been months later, they were coming down the street again, or different ones, and they, uh, before coming up the driveway, they looked down at their, their uh, list of people and saw my address, and they just kept walking. Yeah, now I, I, I I've been blackballed. Well, that, that happened with me with, I think I might have told about that happened with me with the Church yeah. of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm. And then I moved. And they showed up again, and it was the same. And then the, it, they didn't know I was. They didn't know I'd moved. Right. So right. Uh, yeah, it kind of turned out that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and take a break and uh, come back, and we'll get more into some of the beliefs. You know, we've sort of given you the high level. Sure. Uh, we'll talk about the Trinity because that's mm -hmm. a big issue mm -hmm. with Jehovah Witness mm -hmm. is the Trinity, and then mm -hmm. of course. Um, uh, we'll get into some of the other issues as well about the Christ and, and salvation. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they, they tie, make a lot of ties to uh, end times as well. They've got a whole <laughs> end time timeline, I guess you would call it. Mm -hmm. that, uh, they do. And that draws a lot of people in because people are very interested in end time mm -hmm. events. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, that, and it's very, uh, uh, you know, very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. People, you know, and, and look, Christian Baptist churches, Methodist churches, Presbyterian churches, use that as well a series on right. end times and people come because they're interested well es they do the same thing eschatology eschatology they do the same thing <laughs> yeah. okay priorititalkradio.com if you've missed uh, any of this conversation or past conversations with Cleet all of our uh, segments are there at our website or on your favorite podcast platform priorititalkradio.com uh, or Priority Talk Radio and just search it you'll find it okay we'll take a break we'll come back on the other side more with Cleet Hux from the Apologetics Resource Center one Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205 701 0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like. Ooh, ah, yeah, ooh, my life be yeah. like. Thank you for being with us, Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here with you. And I've got Cleet Hux here with me, of course. That's what we do uh, during this time frame each week. And so uh, we continue our discussion, uh, worldviews, world religions, and Christian counterfeits. And we're in some of that counterfeit territory here today as we talk about Jehovah Witnesses. And we'll reiterate again. We're just trying to share the truth. Uh, as We're trying to share it in love. Uh, we're not trying to be offensive or ugly, and if you're out there and uh, you're listening, and you know we're not mad at anybody or mm -hmm. you know uh, uh, you know don't like anybody. We're just trying to share the truth, and uh, we're we're teaching uh, sh sharing straight from Jehovah Witnesses uh, sources and articles and you know what they do and right. from their materials. 
And so, uh, and then, you know, a counterfeit is uh, similar but not the same Mm -hmm. as the real thing. And Mm -hmm. so we're trying to uh, just uh, point out some of those differences. And one of those would uh, be with the Trinity. Mm -hmm. And that's always a big topic in any uh, any topic, uh, talk of Christianity or beliefs. The Trinity is one that always uh, seems to uh, be be at the centerpiece of a discussion. So Mm -hmm. uh, talk to us about Jehovah Witnesses and the Trinity and mm. the and and the differences. Yes. Well, we are to sanctify Christ as Lord in our hearts, always being ready to give an account to anyone that might ask us about the hope that is in us. But doing that, we're defending the faith that was once and for all delivered to the saints. And as far as the Jehovah Witnesses are concerned, they're not the only ones that are anti-Trinitarian. Uh, a typical anti-Trinitarian um, attitude is that, you know, you can't even find the word Trinity in the Bible. Right. Well, neither can you find the word Bible in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But who's going to argue that the Bible isn't biblical? And they follow the same line that basically uh, many anti-Trinitarians groups do, that Christianity is not an original religion and their beliefs, such as the Trinity, uh, is not original with Christianity. It was borrowed from either you know, Egyptian or Babylonian triads of gods. And so they'll look at Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for instance, as three different gods rather than three different persons that share the one nature that is God. So, and uh, that's, that's basically their, their attitude about the Trinity. It's a pagan concept, and you won't find it taught in the scriptures. Of course, uh, again, uh, when, they, when you talk about their New World translation of the scriptures, where, wherever it talks about the deity of Christ in the Bible, they have purposely changed that to reflect that Jesus is not God, but a God, of course. Uh, John 1, 1, where, where it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, they have changed to read, and the Word was a God. So, uh, but there again, you won't find any Greek scholar that would uh, agree with that translation. No. Right. Because in the, in the, uh, um, in the literal understanding, interpretation of that, it really means what what God was, the Word was, what the Word was, God was, you know. So, uh, but at any rate, uh, that's their view of the Trinity. Uh, it's a pagan concept, and of course, we're not to have anything to do with paganism. So they believe that Jesus uh, was created mm-hmm. by Jehovah, right? They really focus on Jehovah. That's or right. What we would say the Father. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but he's not not God. No. And not and not no. equal with God. No. Okay. So well, you need here's, to understand that. But the problem with that is that they say that he is a God. Jehovah, the big God, created Jesus, the little God, and then gave him, the little God, the right to create everything else. That's the way that they would look at it. But what you want to ask a Jehovah Witness is that how many true gods are there? And of course they're going to say there's only one true God. Well, is Jesus then a true God or a false God? You say he is a God. 
And Paul talks about gods, people calling gods, but by nature who are not God, <laughs> because God by nature is an uncreated. How can you have more than one? <laughs> yeah, God by definition is, is God. <laughs> is God. I am. God's and, doesn't work. Yeah, you can't create an uncreated. Right. So, uh, but nevertheless, he was created by Jehovah. And they will say that he is Michael the archangel um, as a creature. Incarnate. Incarnate. Yeah. yeah. And he was Michael the Jesus. The Jesus of the Watchtower was Michael the archangel before he came to earth. And when he came to earth, um, Michael went on pause for 33 years <laughs> while he became Jesus in a physical body. But as an angel, as an archangel, he, he doesn't have a physical body, okay? And so when he came to earth, he went on pause for, for 33 years as Jesus. And in his resurrection, he is resurrected without a body because he's a spirit creature, okay? He's resurrected again as Michael the archangel. So there's, there's big problems with that. I know you want to do some more on that uh, yeah. as well about um, the, the text and things that, yes. are, that they use right. out of context, yeah. is, which is what they'll come to you with. Now, that obviously leads to a, the next logical question is the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. as we talk about the Trinity. Mm -hmm. uh, their views on the Holy Spirit, not, not the same as ours mm -hmm. either, right. or, or no, not, not what the Bible not. teaches. It's not. You know... You'll hear from um, legitimate Christianity, evangelical Christians sometimes, um, that complain, you know, where's the Holy Spirit in this? Mm -hmm. We teach on God the Father and God the Son, but we tend to relegate the Holy Spirit to a lesser category or something. You know, right. we speak of the Holy Spirit as an it or a force. Well, Jehovah Witnesses carry that a lot further than that because to them, he's not a person. Uh, Orthodox Christianity teaches that the Holy Spirit is a person. Right, and, and shouldn't be referred to as it or that. Ex exactly, exactly. Yeah, but they, person. they will say that he is Jehovah's inactive force. Yeah. Okay, but, you know, just one simple verse in the Scripture, which there's plenty of them to defend the personality of the Holy Spirit. He, he intercedes for us. He's tempted. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only a personality could be that, you know, could be tempted. But for, for, for them, the Holy Spirit is very impersonal. Very impersonal. Yeah. For instance, they, but you remember when uh, Ananias and Sapphira uh, in the early church in the book of Acts brought their belongings mm -hmm. to Peter. Mm -hmm. It says, we have given it all. Yeah. And um, Holy Spirit got pretty personal. It got very personal. <laughs> and he says, you haven't lied to men. You've lied to God. You've uh -huh. lied to the Holy Spirit. Right. How can you lie to something that is impersonal? Right. Yeah. You can only lie to something that is personal. Right. And then, of course, uh, we're struck dead. That was pretty personal. Exactly. <laughs> that, that was. Uh, exactly. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah. What about the soul? I mean, that's important. Uh, yeah. Do they believe in the immortality of the soul or not? Well, yes, but no mostly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can say 
they believe that the wicked or non-believer at death that's it's over and done with it's uh, soul annihilation yeah, right. basically no hell there's no hell um, and the um, the one Which that's pretty hard to get around yeah. if you read the Bible Hell is pretty real in the Bible. Hell's yeah, pretty real. Yeah, exactly. Jesus spoke. I mean, you know, yeah, it's yeah. hard to run from. The day you will be with me in yeah. paradise. Yeah. You know, so, heaven, hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they um, they they would teach a soul soul annihilation. Some some groups teach a soul sleep mm -hmm. until the resurrection. Mm -hmm. uh, some Adventist groups do that. Yeah. Uh, but they would, the Watchtower would s s teach soul annihilation. It's when they, when you die, well, it's over. The big black soul void. annihilation is a lot more dangerous than soul sleep. Oh yeah, uh, you yeah. know. So I don't agree with soul sleep, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. but it's not nearly as dangerous a teaching as soul annihilation. Uh, that, you know, I would tend to agree with. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I would, but they would. At, le at in, least with soul sleep, yeah. we'll, we'll find out who was right one day. Yeah, they, uh, soul annihilation. Uh, yeah. No. They, but they're inconsistent on that because the the Watchtower also tends to teach that for the faithful Jehovah Witness, whether they're going to be in heaven or on Paradise Earth, uh, Jehovah has to somehow reconstitute a soul for them in order for them to live in either one of the places. So it's, they're they're logically inconsistent in that. Yeah. Now so, uh, I'm trying to say let's 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 hit it. I hate to say quickly, but mm -hmm. before we go to break, let's 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 at least open it up. Okay. Um, the Christ death mm -hmm. is it is it the pay, ultimate payment for sin? He's not God. Uh, no. Talk to us about that. Well, his his death basically paid for Adam's sins. Um, but not yours. Um, what his death represented is a way for to get you started so that you can become perfect on earth mm -hmm. and you got to hook up with the Watchtower organization in order Start to do that. Start working your way there. Yeah, and that gets into our salvation thing, which we'll discuss. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll okay. come back and we'll continue uh, with this conversation. Uh, it is Priority Talk Radio, and we'll get into some of the more practical stuff as well that you, you hear a lot about as far as medical care and holidays, birthdays, mm -hmm. Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of that, uh, and, and, and political or involvement or military service. A lot of those are uh, topics where Jehovah Witness, uh, you know, differ, I guess, from, from just mainstream uh, people. And so uh, nothing wrong with being different, but your different needs to be uh, needs to be right, <laughs> needs to be correct. So we'll explore that as well. Priority Talk Radio, Cleet Hux here, arcapologetics.org, and I know you've got a lot of content on your website concerning these topics. Yes. So he, you're just getting an overview here. Go to the website and you get much more. And of course, Cleet can come out and be a part of your uh, church group or Bible study or uh, uh, lead conferences. He's been doing all that for decades all across the state and beyond, so he's available as well. Connect with him through the website, arcapologetics.org. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. 
Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .edison.com. Hey everybody, this is Kirk Cameron and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Greg Davis with you and Cleet Hux in studio with me for our last moments together. Today, anyway, we're going to continue with this conversation, I know, next week. We, we've just got so much to get to that it's difficult to get it all in one, uh, one hour uh, of radio time. So, Cleet, uh, j- talk to us about, we, we mentioned uh, the, the death of Christ, okay, mm-hmm. the atonement. Right. Uh, what about the resurrection of Christ? What, Jehovah Witnesses, what, mm-hmm. what do they uh, teach concerning the resurrection? Well, he was resurrected as a spirit creature, again, going back to them saying that he's Michael the Archangel. Okay, okay so as a spirit creature, he doesn't have a physical body. But you got a problem with that because after the resurrection, after Jesus was raised from the dead, he appeared <laughs> to people mm-hmm. in the flesh. Yeah, in a physical and body. How does the Watchtower answer that? Well, basically, they would say that Jehovah knew that his uh, Jesus's followers had need to believe that he was who he said he was. Mm-hmm. You know, so temporarily. Jehovah manufactured a physical body for Jesus to help his disciples' faith. Well, of course, one might say, do you mean that Jehovah was deceiving his Mm. (laughs) disciples by giving Jesus Michael a body when he didn't really have a body, Mm. you know? Yeah, that's a tough one to... Very interesting because in the upper room, you know, doubting Thomas. I'm not going to believe you. You believe because you've seen the evidence. Where's the evidence for me? Thomas was basically saying, you know, so he's gotten a a bum rap all the way down through church history. (laughs) That is that is a tough sell then. You know, it is because here he is appearing, and Thomas, he says to Thomas, Thomas, be no longer unbelieving, but be believing, but because Thomas said, my Lord. My God. And literally in the Greek, it means the Lord of me and the God of me. So Thomas understood exactly who Who Jesus Jesus was. was. Both. Yeah, he got it. And of course, Jesus accepted Thomas's worship of him right then and there. But nowhere in the scripture are are we told that angels are supposed to receive worship. So it contradicts, you know, right there. All right. So. Uh, salvation, of course, you know that's the bottom line. Is right. uh, what do you got to do to be saved or to, to, yeah. to go to heaven or paradise or whatever? Let me tell you. A There's a lot of issues yeah. leading up to this, which yeah. that means this is going to be problematic as yeah. well. I remember years ago, as a young Christian, 1975, I was working a little bit on the side on a beach project with Campus Crusade for Christ guys on mm-hmm. staff at uh, University of Southern Mississippi down in Biloxi, and. Uh, Went out there one day, and there was this big group of people. I heard people raising their voices and everything and arguing. And I said, what's going on out here? Well, they were chastising a Jehovah Witness out on the beach. And they all left, and I was standing there with a guy. 
And I asked him, I said, can you ask me, answer me a question? What is it that I must do in order to have eternal yeah. life? And I was hoping he would quote John 14, 6. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Instead, he said, well, first of all, you got to be taking in knowledge of Jehovah. They have four different requirements. You got to be taking in knowledge of Jehovah. You got to obey his laws and moral requirements. You got to be associated with his only organization on the earth, and that is the Watchtower Channel. Mm-hmm. And you've got to loyally advocate his organization while you're on the earth. Mm. That's the reason why they're going door to door. Now, a Jehovah Witness would say, we are saved by Jehovah's undeserved kindness. But they have no doubt in their mind that their eternal life, bypassing Armageddon by being destroyed at Armageddon, somehow or another, in order to avoid that, they've got to go door to door mm-hmm. and peddling their message. So it's a works approach to salvation. Very much. And and the question you ask is the one that I always ask when I encounter someone. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say, look, you answer that question for me, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to answer it for you. Yeah. And, you know, I'll give them, you know, yeah. hey, and, and give them a, a, a time limit. You yeah. know, it should, shouldn't be complicated. Yeah, exactly. It should and, not and, be but complicated. But it's real simple for me yeah. to give the answer. I remember John fourteen six works. Great. That was one you mentioned, and some other, you know it works yeah. great. I remember the first assignment that I had when I came on board with Watchman uh, was to meet with a a lady who had been meeting with three Jehovah Witnesses. These three witnesses had over a hundred and five years of Watchtower experience, and <laughs> they I brought my seminary books up there. You know I was going to let them have it, but boy they chewed me up and spit me out mm. you know and I remember right during the, the heat of this thing this this lady uh, I said ma'am can you uh, tell me how you hope to get to heaven mm-hmm. and she she said well nobody can know how to get to heaven I said what I said the I said I do she said no you don't I said, I said yes I do she said no you don't we, we had a disagreement I said I do because the Bible says that I do. She said, no, it doesn't. I said, yes, ma'am, it does. And even your Bible has 1 John 5, 11 through 12. The, uh, the eternal life is this. He who has the Son has has the life. But he who does not have the Son of God does not there have the go. life. Mm-hmm. And John said, these things I have written in order that you may know, not wish or hope, but that you may know. I said, and she said, that's your interpretation. I said, ma'am, it's in your Bible as well. Mm-hmm. So, but they don't, they don't have any assurance of their salvation. What a Jehovah Witness has is a relationship with an organization that takes play, the place of Christ. Mm-hmm. And those that have come out have learned to think independently of the organization and as such have found the real Jesus. Amen. Uh, some of the more interesting um, tidbits that you you hear about Jehovah Witnesses. Let's hit a few of those real quick, and then mm-hmm. next week we're going to go a little deeper into some of the uh, the Trinitarian beliefs and mm-hmm. eschatology beliefs. 
Um, but let's let's talk uh, medical care, bl- blood transfusions in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't go there. They'll they'll die before well, taking a transfusion. I remember years ago uh, with with Watchman, we were down at the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center during the week that Jehovah Witnesses were having their big meeting yep. right before the 4th of July. Practically every year they were doing that, they having were. about 10,000 Jehovah Witnesses. I'm not sure if they used still to, do yeah. it or not. Used to be in Alabama. Yeah. But they they said that there was absolutely no blood transfusion whatsoever for a long time, and thousands of Jehovah Witnesses basically sacrificed their life by not taking a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. And we were meeting down there in the local media. <laughs> they were coming up to me and said, why are y'all down here? We had placards, long, tall placards with names, individual specific names of people who had died because they did not take a blood transfusion. And the JWs that were going in and out of the um, Jefferson Civic Center would not even look at those. They were told not to. I said, we're here to protest this unbiblical view of humanity. Well, you know, to me, it's one thing if you choose not to do that as an adult person. Right. Okay. But but when you let your children mm-hmm. refuse them care. Right. Because uh, yes. of, of what's oh, yeah. a, uh, you know, a, a misinterpretation misinterpretation mm-hmm. of the scripture. And they've got some scriptures that they proof text yeah. on that. Well, here's the thing. Uh, right shortly after that, it's been about 20 years or so ago, I went to a meeting at UAB. And the the head of the hematology department brought in some top-ranking Jehovah Witnesses to to explain how they were changing the no blood transfusion uh, doctrine. Mm. Now, a JW can take their own blood as a transfusion. Now, how they do that, store it, and all that, you know, I'm I'm not um, totally up on, but nevertheless, there to four, they didn't have that in place. As a result, thousands of people lost their lives due to no blood transfusion. So, well, that is an interesting topic that you often hear about. Uh, yeah. They don't really celebrate uh, typical holidays or birthdays no, like we do. In no. fact, Serena Williams says that. Right. In her, right. She yeah. says, my daughter doesn't celebrate birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the reason behind that is they pretty much just feel like those are they're not biblical or they're uh, not biblical uh, it's pagan some pagan yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Easter Christmas mm-hmm. you know they would say that all, all of those are pagan do they holidays. have their own holidays they celebrate or just n- don't no, no okay so they just, they just don't, don't even do it right okay. exactly so you just know that uh, you know Jehovah Witness you know you can tell them Merry Christmas but that can doesn't you, mean, mean much to them now they have been a little adherent. more lenient on this celebration of the birthday thing they now and again we'll get into some of the changes yeah. that they've made next time but well, look i'm even somebody that thinks that can get overdone as well oh, you know celebrating yeah. birthdays people sure. can take it sure. to a way extreme but, but here's the deal uh they they will say if they've changed something over the years they'll say well uh jehovah's light is getting brighter well, the question that the Christian should ask, is the light getting brighter or is someone playing with the light switch mm. here, you see? So, um, but they have changed a number of doctrines. And Quickly, uh, you know, is one of them. they don't participate in politics, really, non-part, no, don't, they stay no, neutral, they don't get right, involved yeah. in, in any of that. 
as a rule, no. Mm-hmm. Because they, they, they focus yeah. on the kingdom that's of right. God, not on the kingdom of the world, basically. Kingdom of man, that's right. Uh, and then when it comes to war, military service, things like that, they, they Yeah, they're conscien- yeah, conscientious objector, basically, status. Now, there have been exceptions here and there in sure. different countries. Yeah. Um, even bribed. Some of them used to have bribed in the past um, uh, in Mexican leaders to say that they had signed up for the military when they hadn't, mm. so. And and they and these things are because uh, they think they're non-biblical or unbiblical, and yes. Uh, but we find that these things are, are typically, you know, for them probably overemphasized mm-hmm. or misinterpreted or mm-hmm. and you you know. So anyway, we just wanted to yeah get that out there. Well, it's all pretty. Ex- you know, they have the Awake magazine to yeah. try to explain to their members yeah. why they should not be involved in culture. Right. So and and. And an over uh, exposure to culture is not a good thing. No, you know, so there's kind of like there's a ditch on this side, and a ditch on that side. That people you, get in both of them. Yeah, you can under we can understand if you use the culture as your point of reference to interpret right. truth and reality, then you you got a problem. All right, All right. we got to wrap it up now. Next week, when you come back, we're going to spend at least a good portion of our time together. Mm-hmm talking more on this topic of the trinity because mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. everything flows out of that it does and, and and that's something every christian needs to understand right you've got to understand you know the best way to know a counterfeit is to know the real thing mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. want you to understand the trinity so when mm-hmm. you see something like this you can recognize it very quickly right because exactly. you know the truth that's right you know what you believe yeah. and you're able to pass that along to your family and your kids and things like that as well because i promise you they're going to see serena williams Yes. Being they baptized will. They will. Uh, as a Jehovah Witness this mm-hmm. week. They're going to mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to look just as normal. And when you see it, it, it looks like yeah. a typical baptism. Yeah. Uh, you know, I couldn't hear what they said when they baptized her, but it looked very typical. Well, they're not baptized in, in, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're baptized into Jehovah's theocratic organization. Yeah. That's like I say, I couldn't tell if or what they said on the yeah. ba- when they baptized. I right. couldn't tell. It was just yeah. a video. But uh, but it is news. It is out there. And so we'll continue that conversation uh, next week. All right. Uh, thank you, Cleet, for being here. As yes, always, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Find Cleet and uh, his information there at our website. Or you can uh, visit ARCApologetics.org. But we always link that for you up at our website. So if you're – all you got to do is remember Priority Talk Radio, and you can find anything we talk about. Okay. Everybody have a great one, and we will catch you next week right here on the program. Thank you so much. So